Good morning. Today is our mission trip service. I need to stand back so we don't get so much uh, feedback. It is a joy to welcome you as Texas mission trippers are going to be providing the worship service today. Um, but I have just a few announcements. First of all, I want to let you know that on Friday, the Allstate company deposited in my checking account the reimbursement for my Kia Optima that was stolen back on the 9th. Very happy for that. That's right. They all, uh, priced, out, priced out at about $11, so that, that worked out well. And then um, I'm watering plants, and on Saturday morning, I get a phone call from the Chicago Police Department, and guess what? They found my car. So I don't know what Allstate is going to tell me about this, but I was allowed to drive to the tow lot and see if there was any valuables left in the car. Um, I, what, the, the 1974 worship book, which is my go-to Presbyterian resource for all things funeral and wedding, was still there. <laughs> the most valuable thing in the Optima, thank the Lord, and the, the tow truck driver uh, helped me get into the car, and, and he said, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, they were smoking pot in your car. And my response was, but they stole it first. I'm not sure which is worse. Um, we're going at the last weekend of this month, having another work crew go off to Stronghold Camp and Conference Center in Oregon, Illinois, to paint some of their buildings and to get stuff ready for the fall. So if you are inspired by our mission trippers and their volunteer time, then you can do exactly the same thing on the last weekend of August. John Hall is coordinating that so you can touch base with him to get the details about arrival and about work groups. One final announcement. Does anybody remember what this is? <laughs> yep. Frisbee golf. That's right. Bruce. <laughs> We're going to do something. I, I learned from another church they were doing this during the offering time instead of the pastor saying something inspiring. They pass these things around. And then you like put money in them or envelopes with checks. Or, you know, I, so we're going to give it a shot here. I know it's an innovation. I know it's going to be kind of disruptive to your worshipful feeling. But the ushers are going to come forward and we're going to, we're going to hand them down. And as they go past... You're going you're gonna to put things in here. Why are we doing it today? Because I think the mission trip is going to be in truly inspiring, and you're going to say, how can I contribute to future mission trips? And immediately after they're done talking with their experience from the mission trip, we're going to capitalize on that sense of inspiration, maybe even guilt, and invite you to put offerings in here. Now, I know we don't have the one with the credit card reader and if you brought just your debit card that's fine put your debit card in but remember to put on a post at your pin okay <laughs> we're gonna see how it works if it doesn't go over well we can stop so quiet our hearts for worship hello I'm Greta Sandman um, today 11 of the 16 kids who went on the mission trip are here Currently, Connor Sandman, Jack Kazmierczyk, Jack Rokiki, Chloe Blau, and Elijah Zimmerly were unfortunately unable to make it. Um, please stand if you're able for the call to worship. God calls the heavens above and to the earth, that God's people may be judged, saying, Gather to me my faithful ones, who will make a covenant with me by sacrifice. 
Hear, O my and I shall speak. I will testify about you. I am God, your God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. You who play at God, there will be no one to you. Those who bring thanksgiving as their sacrifice honor me. To those who go the right way, Charlie, I'm a sophomore. Uh, my name's Nora Hare, and can we have all the children come up, please? All right, thank you guys for all coming. So, our first question for you is why do you think that we went on the mission trip? To help people. Good answer. We did go to help people. Now, what do you think we did on the mission trip? 
helped a person? How? Do you know how? Painting their deck? Um, seeing better for people. Seeing people? Yeah, so I'm going to walk you through what we did a di every day on the mission trip. So we'd wake up in the morning, you know, eat breakfast and do morning devotions where we had time with God and it was a really nice way. And then we did stretching circle. So this is where we warmed up for the day, did our favorite stretches. Anyone have any favorite stretches? Do you want to show us or do you want to tell us? Um, um, my stretches are this far. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. Stretching up. Yeah, so we would do that. Then we would go to the work site all day from 9 in the morning to 3.30. And we would sand decks, paint them, and we would floor a house. Then we would go back and eat and worship with the other churches who were really nice. And after, we would play games with the other churches, like Mafia, Volleyball, Frisbee, Hearts, and, of course, Euchre. Some good games. So one of the main things that we did was, as uh, Elliot already said, we painted a deck. And we went to a woman named Kim's house. And she had a lot of health issues, but also donated a lot to the program that we did the mission trip through. So we wanted to sand her deck, which took a very long time. And then we had to repaint it. And some of the older kids, they went to a man named Patrick's house, and they did his whole floor for his entire house. So that's pretty cool. And myself, I personally decided to go on this trip because I really loved helping people, and I really wanted to just bond with everyone in the Texas group and meet other people from other parts of the country. And I went so that I would be obviously helping people and then I would know more people and I really just wanted to be closer to God and I felt like this is a really good way to spend a week getting to know God better and deepen my faith. So Charlie's going to show us these bracelets we have on that say joy and that means Jesus over us. So Jesus over us means that Jesus is always watching over us. And I really felt that during the mission trip because oftentimes we were using power tools and things that might be a little bit dangerous. But none of us ever really got too seriously hurt. And whenever there was a challenge, we always overcame it because Jesus was always with us. So last thing we're going to do is we ended the night with a yay God. Does anyone have any idea what a yay God might look like, what that means? If not, that's okay. So we'll explain it. A yay God is where we said, thank you God, yay God, for something that happened that was really great today. So that can be anything from, I met new people, or I, we finished our project that we've been working on all week. So does anyone have a yay God from the week, their favorite part of the week they want to share? Okay, let's hear it, Elliot. Going fishing with Cam and Charlie. Nice. Do you have one? Uh, yes. Yes, uh, um, Charlie. Charlie? Charlie's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Anyone else? Well, my yay God from the mission trip is honestly probably just meeting everybody, and we always played Mafia with 
these friends we made at the church, and that was a lot of fun and a lot of yelling, but in a good way, some would say. My yay God is when we tried the world's hottest hot sauce. And I don't know why we did it, but we did. And um, my yay God was that we were struggling so much, and I remember there was a moment when I honestly, I just prayed to God. I was like, please help me through this. This is the most pain I've ever been in. And he helped me, and we got through it. So that's my yay God. And that was his favorite part of the week. So will you guys all pray with me? Thank you so much, God, for all of the things that we did on the mission trip, allowing us to help others before ourselves. We had so much fun and met so many new people, and thank you for all the memories. Please watch over your children and these children as they grow in their faith and guide them on their own mission trip when they're old enough. Amen. So preschoolers, you can go out through that door, and Faith Forest kids, you guys can go out through that door. Good morning. My name is Sophia Marchuk, and I was asked to do a confession. So I don't know about the other Texas members, but I was not whatsoever looking forward to going on this trip. <laughs> but I mean, looking back, I think it was because I'm. It was I was unsure, and I was scared, and I didn't really understand what it would really look like and well I love it it turns out I loved it and I got closer to these guys and a lot of other people from different churches and I got closer to God which I'm really thankful for and myself and yeah I had really I had fun meeting Patrick we did the flooring for and I had fun meeting a lot of different people, and yeah, so what I learned through this whole process was maybe instead of going into something like I did the mission trip, go into it like, okay, it's going to be okay, and just know that God is going to be there, and he's going to just guide you down the right path, and so that's for anything in life, Um, so could you please put your hands together and pray with me? Dear God, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to go on this mission trip and work with these amazing people. And please watch over all of the new incoming college students and help them go down the right path and any students that are going into different. But yeah, thank you and please watch over everyone. Amen. Good morning. I'm Naomi Kalamine, and our first scripture lesson comes from the letter of the Hebrews, the 11th chapter, reading verses 1, 
1 through 3, and 8 through 13. If you would like to follow along, it may be found on page 211 in the New Testament portion of your Pew Bibles. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that it it, so that what is seen was made from things that are not visible. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he set out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed for a long time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise." For he looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith, with Sarah's involvement, he received power of procreation, even though he was too old, because he considered him faithful who, he, who had promised. Therefore, from one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the, star, the stars of heaven and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw him, they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth, for people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better homeland that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be calling their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. May God add his blessing to the hearing and reading of the word. Hi, my name is Thomas, and I'm doing the second scripture. Um, our lesson comes from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 12, verses 32 through 40. You can follow along on page 70 in your pew Bible in the New Testament. Don't be afraid, little flock. For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make pursuits for yourself that do not wear out. An unfailing treasure is in heaven, where no theft comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will also be. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those who are waiting for their masters to return from the wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly, I tell you, he will fasten his seatbelt and, and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near dawn and finds them so, Blessed are those slaves. But now, but know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the theft was coming, he would not have left his house be broken into. You must also be ready, for the son of the man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The Gospel of the Lord thanks you. Hello. My name is Luke Stockbridge, and this past year I was a senior, but this was my first mission trip. Originally, when I was getting ready to leave, I was worried about being out of town and unable to hang out with friends for one of the last weeks at home before leaving for college. But what I'll remember most about this mission trip is not what I might have missed out on at home, 
but the bonds that I was able to form with the people on the trip. Throughout this week, I got closer to everyone, from friends I've known since childhood to people I was just meeting for the first time and everything in between. I feel blessed that our group was able to bond so well, which not only showed in all the fun that we had playing cards and spike ball and frisbee, but also in the work that we were able to get done together. Everyone worked as a team and found ways to make themselves useful. At the site where I worked, we doubled our goal for the week, flooring not only the upper level, but the entire house. We had to work over four hours extra on the final day to finish, but everyone was so determined to see the project through that towards the end of the long work day, rather than letting the exhaustion get to us, we were working the most efficiently and cohesively that we had all week. Overall, I felt great value in the work we got done, not just in quantity, but also in quality. And we were also lucky enough to get to meet Patrick, the future owner of the house. He explained to us that he hadn't made the best decisions growing up. He had been involved in gangs and even been shot seven times. But with the help of the church, he was able to turn his life around. He had been volunteering with the church for 14 years, and the house was going to be a gift for his family for all of his hard work. The best part of it was that the church that changed his life was right across the street from his new house. He explained to us how meaningful it was to him that he could look out the window and see a reminder of the role that God has played in his life. Ultimately, this trip reminded me of the importance of serving others and finding groups of amazing people who share the same values as you. I hope that I can continue to pursue both of these for the rest of my life. Finally, I want to thank the congregation for this amazing opportunity to serve others. Without your generosity, this mission trip wouldn't have been possible. Hi, I'm Molly Teigen. I'm a graduated senior, and this was my third and last Texas mission trip. On past Next Step mission trips I've been on, our site leaders have been significantly older than all of us. On this trip, however, we learned that our site leader, Samuel, was our age. This fact really stuck with us. Samuel was giving up his entire summer to serve God in Milwaukee with strangers every week. And let's just say the Next Step employees don't do this for the money. They do it for the experiences and the people that they meet. Samuel was also a constant motivator. Every time I saw him on the site, he would genuinely ask, how are you, how are you doing, what do you need help with? And he would intently listen. He was our biggest motivator on site and was responsible for turning our usual last work day from five hours to 10 because of our drive to finish the project on site. We couldn't have done it without Samuel and every one of us saw God in him. Thank you. Did you know that the Texas Mission Trip participants raised their funds and paid their way to Milwaukee? Many of you assisted in the fundraising and contributed generously. But mission work is only half of the experience. Returning home to share the joy of what God has done through us is the other part of the work. Please share generously to provide a place where our stories can be told and our work can inspire others. The ushers will come forward to receive God's tithes and your offerings.
appreciation to the adult uh, sponsors who went along with our Texas high schoolers, Kelly Higgins and John Hall and uh, Scott and Roseanne uh, Musel and Amy DeCrane. Did I miss anybody? Okay, excellent. Um, they're the ones that look very tired. I thought appropriate that that also be included as part of our offering time uh, because they gave up a whole week and uh, ended up coming back uh, tired and refreshed at the same time and uh, to a person incredibly enthusiastic about the future given their experience with our high school kids and I mean to a person. Part of mission is enlarging the size of this table. It is the reminder that Christ comes to feed us spiritually and physically and in fellowship with one another. And as the needs of this table grow, so does the richness of the community of faith. And so if you desire and seek the presence of Christ, you are our kin. You're our kind of people. And you're invited to this table regardless of your religious tradition, regardless of your spiritual condition. This table is prepared not by us, but by a Christ who was given for the world. And as our high schoolers shared that message to some folks in Milwaukee and lived that message in interaction with one another and with the other high schoolers who were along for the mission trip, it was indeed at table where the greatest celebration and fellowship occurred. You share meals together and tell stories. And so we share this meal together and tell the story of the grace of Christ. It is for you. It is for us. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, O Lord, to give our thanks, our prayers unto you. For you alone are holy. In a word, you created the universe. In a word, you gave us light. In a word, you gave us good things with whom to live in communion. With a breath, you gave us life and placed us into that world, asking us to live in gracious communion with the world, with one another, and with you. But in disobedience to you, O Lord, we turn to our own selfishness. But you, O Lord, did not turn for, from us. You continued to offer us an understanding of righteousness in the laws of Moses and a sense of justice in the words of the prophet. And then, in the fullness of time, you sent your own self in Jesus to us. He told your story. He healed the sick. He befriended sinners. And in obedience to you, he took up his cross to be murdered by those whom he loved. But you, O Lord, did not want us to believe that death was the end. And so by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was risen again. And in rising, reminding us that we can triumph over death. And in rising, reminding us that the fellowship of this table proclaims the bread 
of your broken body, the blood shed for grace, but the invitation to not only us, but the world. And so as he ascended to be upon your right hand, we join with the heavenly chorus in the words, Holy, Holy, Holy. upon us and by that infused into our hearts we may know reconciliation and righteousness may we O Lord as we partake of this bread and this cup be reminded of the gifts of your grace and may we be filled in order to share them with a world desperate to hear for we O Lord live in a broken world but you O Lord have given us a healing Christ And so prepare our hearts not only to receive, but to give. Not only to share, but to celebrate. So that the words we speak and the acts we do may be evidence of your kingdom wherever we may go. We ask, O Lord, for those who, as a result of distance or physical frailty, are not able to join us at this table. May we, by our words and deeds, include them throughout the week so that they too may know that they are a part of your fellowship through Christ by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We give you thanks, O Lord, and we join our hearts, for great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. And we pray, O Lord, the words which he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thy eyes the kingdom, the power, and the glory of heaven. Amen. Invite those who are designated to serve on this day to come forward in preparation to serve God's people. We read in Scripture how on the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread, and having given thanks, he broke it, saying, This is my body. It is broken for you. Take, eat, in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he took the cup after supper, and having given thanks, he said, This is a cup of a new covenant. It is sealed in my blood. Take, drink you all of it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you show forth my death until I come. I will not share this feast with you until I share it with you in my kingdom. These are the gifts of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.
stand and join with me in the communion psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down and bring me.
thank you so much for joining us in worship today. Um, go out and spread the joy in your everyday life. And may the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend on your hearts and drive your hearts to gracious service. Always. Amen. <laughs>